If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Oh boy, Tesla is going to have to recall 321,000 U.S. vehicles in its 19th recall of the year over a software glitch that's causing intermittent failure of real lights. <laughs> oh, okay, so I guess it's causing the tail lights to fail. So, according to the National Highway Tra- Traffic Safety Administration, it affects the real lights, the rear lights in 2023 Model 3s, and the 2020 20 through 2023 Model Y. Man, if that's tough to spit out. So the filing with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it affects rear lights in the 2023 Model 3s and the 2020, 2021, and 2022, and 2023 Model Y vehicles. (laughs) Okay, so I guess the glitch causes them to just intermittently illuminate and uh there you have it so it's the 19th recall <laughs> a tesla says so those of you out there driving your teslas and your model threes and your model y's for the last three years uh your blinker's just going to start going off uh intermittently without you having anything to do with it so uh how about you get that fixed okay so take it in welcome to chewing the fat <laughs> i've seen some really nice Tesla's lately too, man. No doubt about that. There was I saw a black one yesterday that was beautiful. Oh, you know what? I, I almost I almost hit someone yesterday. I gotta tell you about that. But we gotta do the open. Um welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Okay, so I'm already wandering today. I'm sorry. It's before the Thanksgiving, and I'm, this is the last show. I've got to do. Uh, I've got to do Pat's show tomorrow. Do maybe Glenn's show tomorrow. But no chewing the fat. Uh, this is the last new, brand new chewing the fat until Monday uh, after Thanksgiving. Okay, I'll take chewing the fat off for a couple of days. However, uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday. However. I almost hit a lady yesterday, and I, actually, she's lucky I didn't hit her. And so it's a roundabout, and I'm coming around about it's tra- you know drive time traffic, busy, and we're all going. That's how you get around the roundabout. And I'm, I'm going to go all the way around, I'm making a, a left at the roundabout. So I've got to go, you know, all the way around to the next to the round. I pass the first one, pass the second one, pass the third one, and I'm on to the next one, right? without making the complete circle and so as I'm, I'm on the inside lane and i'm coming around and as i'm coming around uh i pass the first lane pass the second I come up to the third lane and another car is going forward i mean that's how it works that's fine it goes forward but on the other side of him is this big dump truck now the dump truck has stopped 
Now I'm accelerating and I see that the dump truck has stopped. So there's the second lane. No one's next to me. There's no one in my rear view mirror. I'm not, I don't slam on the brakes. I just move over to the right lane. Like what's going on? Well, the dump truck has stopped because some lady is walking across the freaking road at this roundabout. And I mean, and there she is. She's right there. I just, I come around the side, right there. I mean, she was close to me hitting her or I was close to hitting her. I mean, it was, <laughs> I thought she, I thought for sure she was going to, I mean, and I, I, I didn't hit her. I stopped. I had my vehicle under control at all times. It's the way good drivers do. And I let her continue on her merry little way because heaven forbid that a pedestrian doesn't have the right of way on a roadway. So you're welcome. It's close though. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying it was really close. Hey, did you, uh, did you know that drug users are grappling with an increasingly toxic drug supply? I know. And some are, you know, don't know how to shoot upright and they don't know how to shoot upright to achieve the high that they're looking for. Uh, Sad. You bet. So according to Kalen, who is the senior director of On Point NYC, and she runs the New York's safe injection sites, also known as drug consumption sites, that uh, what we learned uh, quickly when we started working with people who use drugs is that everything they learn about drug use generally comes from their peers the internet tv movies and it's all wrong gosh darn it you can't go to your medical doctor and say i'm really trying to achieve x y and z physical feeling or x y and z emotional feeling through my drug use you know back in the day you probably would be able to go to your personal medical physician and ask those questions but since we only since we use the hippo laws just sparingly whenever you know as needed uh everyone has to know about your health anyway i digress while people generally think of drug consumption sites as places that people go to use drugs <laughs> and to have their overdoses reversed if needed yeah but the facilities often offer a range of services including checking drugs for contaminants wound care and injection tutorials so injecting drugs properly has only become more important as overdoses reach record highs and drugs like trang a combination of fentanyl and animal sedative xylazine that's been linked to skin ulcers and amputations continue to spread across the u.s Knowing what to do can also help empower younger drug users, women, and queer people who might find themselves particularly vulnerable in certain situations. Yeah, no kidding. Speaking of queer people, what happened to monkeypox? Okay, well, it's still out there. We have uh, 80,488 confirmed cases, but that is really slowed down. I wonder here in the U.S., have we broke, uh, where were we at in the U.S., 30,000, something like that? U.S. map and case count. Let's take a look at the U.S. map and case count. Yeah, I mean, we're not, we haven't even broke 30,000. 29,169 total confirmed 
monkeypox cases. So that's pretty much nothing. It's down to uh, nothing. We still have uh, 2,792 in Florida. California has 5,572. Are those the big ones? New York has 4,148. Texas has 2,811. Uh, 1408 in Illinois. That's it. Those are the big ones. So it's. Uh, I asked the question, what happened to monkeypox? And it's pretty much gone away. So uh, just know that for drug users, <laughs> uh, knowing what to do can also help empower those younger drug users, the women and queer people who might find themselves particularly vulnerable in certain situations. For drug users, common knowledge gaps include people not knowing how to find veins or that they should be switching up which veins they use and not using tourniquets. Oh, no. So if you're doing the drug wrong, maybe you ought to not do the drug. But, you know, whatever. Uh, We uh, also notice people incorrectly injecting drugs away from the heart or injecting into their arteries. You never want to inject into an artery. Duh. And you want... and you want to inject toward the heart. Oh, adding that injecting toward the heart means you're going in the same direction as the blood flow. Yeah, because you couldn't put anything in your blood vein and then have it run the other direction. But whatever, and, you know, it's fine. Make sure you're doing it right. And so there's a hierarchy of veins. <laughs> Which veins are best? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Preparing methamphetamine and preparing cocaine and preparing crack is different from preparing heroin. Oh, thank you. You need a different gauge of syringe. You sometimes need to use ascorbic acid. Wow, that's very nice that they're doing this for people. So, I mean, the trank slows down blood flow, making it harder for the body to heal, which is why people are having amputations. So, it's good. It's good that we've got... We've got these places that are being uh, run for drug users, and that's why we call it On Point NYC, and I'm sure there's On Points all over America. So if you're a drug user or a wannabe drug user, and you think to yourself, man, I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to put the needle in. I'm not sure what I need. I know what I'm really trying to achieve and the physical feeling I'm trying to get and emotionally what I'm trying to get from the drug, but I just don't know how to do it right. You can go to On Point NYC and they'll take care of you. So that's pretty sweet, huh? I know. I know. And now we find out, and this is most important for you people that are probably, you know, using drugs or going to uh, On Point to use your drugs. Uh, The... Models on Sext Panther, a sexting site, are, are now banned from sending sext. Uh, what? Are we in America or not? And the answer is, oh, or not. Sext Panther temporarily booted off its texting service, so therefore, and then they were forced to stop using it altogether after the service provider, which we don't know who the service provider was, uh, told the company that sexual content is prohibited. So the old Sex Panther sexting with SMS is no more. You're gonna have to switch to the website only. I know they got a huge, they got clients. Some of the sex workers are really mad, and they don't know what to do, and they're pissed. They found out. 
through a company-wide email. (laughs) So they had a blackout, a freeze on SMS text messaging, as well as video and regular phone calls. Okay. So now the what we have is you're able to just uh, use they can use the account no longer sexting or doing that okay that, they cannot contain any objectionable or prohibited content so you can use the product just only use it the way I want you to use it yep that's the deal okay so uh, sext Panther is saying that uh, they're using the web services everything's fine it's Use the website or its app, and it'll be fine. But uh, they believe it's just another way of going after the sex worker, the hard-working sex worker of America. <laughs> so if you were using Sex Panther and you were, you know, getting sex sexting messages on the SMS from Sex Panther, yeah, this is why you're not getting them anymore. She still loves you, or he. They still love you. Just got to go to the website and, or go through the app and chat with them there, okay? Because they want you back. They still they still care about you. They just can't do that on the SMS anymore, okay? All right, baby. It'll be okay. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> So the artist Bansky, you remember Bansky, and he's got 11.8 million followers on the old Instagram, and he has posted on Instagram, attention all shoplifters, please go to Guess on Regent Street. They've helped themselves to my artwork without asking, how could it be wrong for you to do the same to their clothes? <laughs> okay, uh, Guess had displayed the collection in the store window, showing t-shirts and jackets emblazoned with Bansky's thug for life bunny against a blown up backdrop of the artist's well-known print of a man throwing flowers and this is a new collection which is a partnership with the company uh so you know i guess they have a license to sell bansky memorabilia to fans so guests shuttered the regent store after bansky posted his instagram uh and had a security guard you know guarding the entrance they revealed the collection. So uh, Bansky, of course, is you know this influencer that resonates throughout pop culture, and he, I believe, uh, has a deal with Guess that I guess he wasn't aware of. So you can still get the pieces online. Uh, they're available for purchase. There's 34 pieces still available, ranging from you know $40 to $275. However, we'll see how it works out because they it's all being reported that there's a deal in place where they can you know they have a license to sell this memorabilia, uh, Bansky stuff. So somebody needs to tell Bansky. Okay, that's all I'm asking. Somebody needs to tell Bansky. So I don't know about you, but uh, I have been waiting for Indiana Jones 5. (laughs) No, I haven't really, but I'm going to watch it. I mean, I'm an Indiana Jones fan. Uh, Harrison Ford and the whole Indiana Jones uh, 
a world i'm ready to go i haven't been necessarily i'm not looking forward to five i don't know that we needed a five but they're going to go ahead and make it now spielberg isn't doing it this is uh james mangold's uh indiana jones and so i mean you remember him from uh ford v ferrari yeah you got that in logan you, you know his movies so um he's a you know he's a filmmaker he's got it so we'll see but however uh we're getting bad reports from the movies uh we're getting reports that several different endings of the movie that they shot have been tested with audiences and the audiences have not liked any of them <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Disney, uh, you know, with Bob Iger coming back, uh, they're a little worried that, uh, the movie will bomb. And so they spent a lot of money. I don't know. How, what did they spend on Indiana Jones five? Yeah, it doesn't say, but they're saying now it was supposed to be released this year. Now it's not going to be released until next year. So things are not looking good for the old Indiana Jones five. So let's, I mean, Harrison Ford is 80 gonna be 81 i mean i i guess he could pull it off i mean i like harrison ford i guess i mean he is indiana jones i know that i guess one of the endings was where somebody else turns into indiana jones and uh the fans did not like that at all uh no and then there was one where he died uh no nobody wants him dying <laughs> <laughs> it's indiana jones indiana jones doesn't die Are you kidding me so we'll see how it works out i guess maybe it's a time travel one i'm not sure but it'll be you know as long as they keep it fun and indiana jones doesn't die okay he can get run over by anything he can be strung from a rope eight miles high doesn't matter he doesn't die okay just doesn't happen he's indiana jones so let's just remember the focus of indiana jones and then we can go from there. Thank you. Also, you can uh, remember to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you can also you know, request a cameo at JeffyJFR on Cameo. Uh, that's not free. But uh, you can request a cameo, and I'm happy to get that out for you. Uh, Yes, I still am on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. I saw where Nine Inch Nails frontman Trent Reznor said that, I'm planning to quit Twitter. Well, I'll tell you what, Trent. Why don't you just quit and not tell anyone? Oh, you wouldn't get the press, or you wouldn't be able to talk about it? I got it. Okay. So he's planning to quit Twitter. Uh, he believes, or he said, we don't need the arrogance of the billionaire class to feel like they can just come in and solve everything. Okay, thanks, Trent. Appreciate it. Why don't you just quit? Well, I'm planning on it because I'm planning on it. Oh, okay. Like, I know Elvira. <laughs> Cassandra Peterson. She had uh, 342,000 followers on Twitter. She uh, tweeted that she's leaving Twitter. Unless, unless they reinstate their human rights and ethics team. Adding that hate speech is not free speech. Actually, Elvira, that's exactly what free speech is. But you go on. You go on and be 
Elvira. Now, what is Elvira? She's got to be like 100 years old, too. We just talked about her not long ago because she had a book out and she was talking about not wanting to say that she was a lesbian, right? And and now she is and everything is okay because it would have ruined her career. Yeah, she's 71 now. So uh, we'll see how Cassandra Peterson Elvira makes out without her Twitter account. She's not going anywhere. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't realize this. Uh, Mariah Carey, this is almost a who died today. Uh, Mariah Carey, of course, is, you know, the uh, queen of Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you. Uh, She filed a petition to be the one and only queen of Christmas. (laughs) Uh, The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office uh, got the application for queen of christmas she also applied for princess christmas and qoc uh okay uh and she you know was all about it she wanted to uh, splash those phrases on you know skincare products and coconut milk music titles you know that was for sure to start a battle which she wanted to own queen of christmas and princess christmas and qoc (laughs) but the uh, u.s patent and trademark office denied the request so anyone can be the queen of christmas uh okay thank you even chewing the fat can be queen of christmas because it doesn't belong to mariah Carey. and i love all i want for christmas I'm a fan. I've been a fan of that stupid song forever. Uh, you know, you're, I'm listening to it when it's on. No problem. But I, you know, she tried to, she's trying to, you know, spread her wings a little bit and be the queen for everybody. And uh, no, Mariah, no. We can all, we can all be the queen. Okay? I'm not sure that sounds right, but I'm good with it. We can all be the queen. So Mariah was denied being a princess, but uh, Meghan Markle still loves to be able to be called princess, even though she broke up the royal family and has Harry, you know, she's leading him around by a a dog chain. However, uh, Meghan and Harry are going to be honored for making a change. Isn't that special? The Duke and Duchess of Sussex are set to receive the Robert F. Kennedy ripple of hope award oh congratulations (laughs) oh man that's uh holy cow the human rights nonprofit chose the couple for the prestigious prize according to carrie kennedy uh congratulations Uh, carrie said that prince harry 38 and megan 41 exemplified the moral courage against injustice that her father famously called for in his iconic 
Ripple of Hope speech at the University of Cape Town in South Africa over 50 years ago when apartheid reigned. Okay. All right. Good. When my father was in South Africa in 1966, he spoke in front of a white audience and said that the problem in this generation is talking about racial justice. He also spoke about moral courage, saying that few would have the courage to question their colleagues. All right. Family and their community about the power structure they maintain. I'm sorry, she wasn't done. Uh, Carrie told the Spanish magazine. Oh, she's doing an interview for this. El Confidencias Vanities. Uh, about the, and this is what Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have done. Really? That's what Prince and Meghan, or, or Harry and Meghan have done? <laughs> okay, no problem. Uh, the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Ripple of Hope Award. Now, what's good about the Ripple of Hope Award, and I did not know about the Ripple of Hope Award. What's good about the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights foundation's ripple of hope is the other people who have received the award and i did not know about the robert f kennedy human rights ripple of hope award and i apologize for that uh other prize winners include dr anthony fauci colin kaepernick nancy pelosi former president barack obama and president joe biden wow that is a group to be a part of right there. <laughs> Holy cow. Now, what's good about this event, and it's going to happen on December 6th in New York City at the Ripple of Hope Award Gala. And I sure hope Harry and Megan are able to make it. I don't want them to have to stay out in California. I want them to fly into New York and get this award. Uh you know who is going to be the MC of the Ripple of Hope Awards? <laughs> Alec Baldwin. So we're kind of uh, the houses of the hoity-toity. Let's see where Mackenzie Scott has... Uh, you remember her, Mackenzie Scott Bezos. Uh, she gave two Beverly Hills mansions to a housing charity in September. One of the mansions has now been sold for $37 million to a music executive. Also nice. Uh, the house was bought by Jeff and Mackenzie uh, in 2007. So it's donated to a housing charity by Mackenzie Scott. It's 12,000 foot home. One of two properties, and I said that already. This doesn't talk about the second property. A Spanish-style villa, seven bedrooms, seven bathrooms, a greenhouse, tennis court, swimming pool, four fountains, six-car garage. They bought it in 2007 for $24.5 million. Uh, she, got the, she got the joint after the divorce with Jeff, and so, you know. We're going to go ahead and donate it to charity. Now, according to this, you see, is this the second place? Because the second place is smaller than this place. Because she wanted both places. She gave them both places. Plus, she gave them, like, no money. It was really strange. It was only a percentage. 
Um, so let's see. Okay, so 90% of the sale proceeds go towards affordable housing grant and the remaining 10% to an immigration integration program. Okay, well, that's nice. So it all goes. Uh, no problem. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I'm Sorry, Mackenzie, okay? I thought you were trying to rip some of the people off, but you're not. It's all going. Okay, good for you. So the second property has... Four bedrooms, six bathrooms, a guest house, patio, and pool. Yeah, that's the, they haven't sold that yet. And that was the place they bought down the street for the, you know, when they had friends over. Yeah, they can't stay in the main house. They can stay down the road. <laughs> and now she's not even married to the school teacher anymore. He's, he's out. So Mackenzie, no, I'm just joking. You don't have to, you don't have to call me, but you know. You can email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com anytime you want, Mackenzie, and I'm I'm happy to you know help you out with any of your foundation works, any of your extraordinary philanthropic investing that uh, is happening in your life, and I'm happy to you know assist you with that here at chewing the fat. Just email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Ooh, something that uh, you know, I'm sure Mackenzie isn't worried about. But uh, Frontier Airlines announced an upcoming all-you-can-fly pass for 2023. Now, it looks as though if you wanted the deal for the special rate of $799, you had to get that in by today. Until, uh, until today. Maybe it was until yesterday. Ooh, it says uh, at the rate until November 22nd. You're listening live. Today is the 22nd of November, 2022, so you may have missed it. I don't know. And you maybe if you call, they'll probably let you in because they announced their last year they had the Go Wild Pass for $599 for the first year. And to be 18 or older, of course, and a U.S. resident. Uh, very important detail of note that the pass will auto-renew. If you had a Go Wild Pass that you bought last year from Frontier Airlines, it's going to auto-renew for $1,999 <laughs> unless you cancel. So if you don't want your credit card to take a hit, uh, you better cancel, okay? So if you got the $799, remember that a year from now, that that's uh, going to auto-renew for a little bit more than $2,000 for sure by next year so frontier added uh international destinations to its list of places where the pass is valid and with a longer booking window on those routes oh that's kind of cool so you get uh, travel and rewards credit cards welcome bonuses priority boarding family pooling yearly voucher uh once you pay for the pass itself it costs you a penny for the airfare as you use it Okay, a Frontier spokesman is told, uh, in addition to the one cent in the base fare, you'll have to pay a combination of taxes and fees that start at approximately fourteen sixteen per person. So, okay. However, Frontier states that you will not have to pay any additional carrier interface charge 
uh, the way you do with some other fares. You will be charged if you need any full-size carry-on, check bags, or advanced seat assignments, just as on all of Frontier flights. Yeah, we're not going to – you can fly, but you, if you need luggage, we're going to go ahead and charge you for it. Come on. Are we going to have an all-you-can-fly pass where you just hop on and go even with luggage? And there's some blackout dates. <laughs> I'm scrolling along. There's more stuff on the story. There's blackout dates. (laughs) Uh, You know, the end of June, 4th of July, end of August, 1st of September. That's incredible. Thanksgiving, Christmas. uh, Give me a break. You can fly on Christmas. Christmas Day is not on the blackout list. (laughs) First of the year. Come on. You know what? You can fly anytime you want. You can hop on this fly pass. It's just for you. You can hop on and let just fly wherever you want to fly anytime you want to. But we're and for only a penny. And for only a penny. Well, we're gonna have to charge you some taxes too. Yeah. Hey, you wanted to take luggage with you? Yeah, we're gonna have to charge you for that too. I mean, we do that for anyone. Even if you had the pass, no big deal. We still gonna we still have to charge you for the luggage. You're not just gonna be able to walk on for free after you've bought the pass for money. So it's not really for free. But it is this the seven hundred and ninety nine dollars or the five hundred and ninety nine last year or the if you didn't. Uh, cancel and is just going to auto renew at $1,999. Uh, that's just, uh, that's just, you get that to be able to be able to get the penny deal to fly whenever you want, except, you know, we got a bunch of days when you can't, man, that sounds like a good deal. So I did get an email at chewingthefat at theblaze.com with under the heading of can I trust you with a question mark. <laughs> Some may laugh at that, but that's what it said. Uh, can I trust you from Mrs. Small Case Letters, Jasmine Sebastian. Uh, my dear beloved friend, I guess she's talking about me. That's uh, the heading, my dear beloved friend. Greetings. Please let this not sound strange to you because I am not asking you for money. For my only surviving lawyer who would have done this died earlier, early this year. I prayed and got your email address from your country's guest book, which I got from my late husband's archive, and I wish to visit once more if God will in his infinite mercies grant me. In function of your good profile, I want to solicit your assistance in the discharge of my will. I am Mrs. Jasmine Sebastian, in small caps, from London, and I'm age 68 years, suffering from endometrial cancer. Please, I want you to help me create a charitable project with the money that I inherited from my deceased husband, who died in a motor accident. I was brought up from the a motherless baby home and was married to my late husband for 29 years without a child. My friends have plundered so much of my wealth 
since my illness and I cannot live with the agony of entrusting this huge responsibility to any of them anymore. So I sold all my inherited belongings and deposited all the sum of 11 million GBP, 11 million pounds, with my bank. All I need is an honest person who will use at least 60% of the funds as I would instruct. Then the rest, 40%, will go to you for helping me accomplish this mission because donating this money to charity is the only legacy I can leave behind after my death. No money is required from you to carry on with this project because it is my heart and desire to make a generous gift to you <laughs> for work for to you to work for a charity in your country i don't mind if you are a christian or muslim or hindu or buddhist rather my only paramount concern here is whether i can trust you because this generation is filled up with greedy and fraudulent people all over the world i'll give you more details as soon as i hear from you please contact me below and she gives a gmail address Looking forward to my urgent response. Kind regards, Mrs. Uh, using a capital M now, Mrs. Jasmine Sebastian. So it's going to be a good, uh, good Thanksgiving. Good Thanksgiving. I'm going to go to work for this charity, and I'm going to make forty percent of eleven million pounds. So I got that going for me. All right, since we're going to go away for Thanksgiving and uh, I want you to be together, I'm going to read you my favorite story from Chicken Poop from the Soul, one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, I love that book by David Fisher, uh, who has passed away now. Chicken Poop for the Soul. Stories to harden the heart and dampen the spirit. I'm going to have to uh, maybe read you each like a story a week or something from the book because they're awesome they're awesome and my favorite is this one called table manners there once was a time when the fork was king of the table proud and alone the fork ruled his domain and there was peace and harmony on the tabletop everything was fine until the night that soup was served the fork could not lift the soup he tried and tried but there was nothing he could do each time he dipped into the soup it dribbled through his long thin tines finally the spoon the fork's oldest enemy came along i can lift the soup said the spoon reluctantly the fork accepted the assistance of the spoon together the fork realized they could be even more powerful working as a team it seemed as if there was nothing they could not accomplish and once again everything on the tabletop was peaceful until the night that meat was served the fork and the spoon worked together but as hard as they tried they could not cut the meat finally the knife the enemy of both the fork and the spoon came along i can cut the meat said the knife reluctantly the fork and the spoon accepted the assistance of the knife the knife cut the meat and the fork picked it up together the fork and the spoon and the knife were all powerful working as a team there was truly nothing they could not accomplish and so for a time peace and harmony reigned on the tabletop for it was true Working together, the fork and the spoon and the knife were able to accomplish all that was demanded of them. But then one dark night, lemon meringue pie was served. 
The knife said quickly, I can cut it. The spoon said pleasantly, and I can pick it up. But the fork said, I can cut it and pick it up. So once again, there was distrust on the tabletop. And while the spoon was busily occupied picking up the lemon meringue pie, the fork whispered to the knife, you know, we don't really need the spoon. And if we get rid of them, they'll be more for us. So while the spoon's handle was turned, the fork of the knife pushed him off the table. For a time, there was an uneasy piece on the tabletop. Then one day, a big piece of chocolate cake was served. Chocolate cake was the fork's favorite dessert. The fork cut into the cake and picked it up. It was delicious. And as the fork cut another piece, he realized he didn't need the knife anymore. So that night, when the knife had his blade turned, the fork pushed him off the table. And once again, the fork reigned king of the table. And there was peace and happiness. Until the very next night, when once again, soup was served. One of my favorite stories. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family, your friends, your food, your eating, and just be thankful, okay? Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. I know I'm thankful that you're listening to the show. So you find something to be thankful for too. You know, whatever you can. Happy Thanksgiving. See ya. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.